welcome back to the Thrillers by the Book Club podcast. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Olivia. And we are so excited to be talking to you today about thrillers. I'm Ooh. so excited because we have a special episode today. It's like it's one we of do. our special like roundups, and I'm very looking, very excited about it. Looking forward to it. You guys will hear about it. Don't worry, it's coming. Yeah, but first, it's coming. Um, how's it going? Good. Okay, I have two things that I was mm-hmm. like, I want to chat with Chelsea about these. Number one, have you watched Beef on Netflix? No, but it is in my queue. So okay. I will watch it at some point. I haven't started it yet, but I will be watching it. Is it a I wa- positive wreck or? Oh, really good. It was so good. So we watched it last night um, okay. and it was so good. The The level of rage that these two main characters have in the way that they interact with the world and with each other. And it's just like if you've ever been – in a place where it just feels like nothing can go right. Everything that is going on in your life mm. turns out to be a shit show. And even if you try, even if you are like sort of half trying, like whatever the case, like it's just every time you're trying to do something, there are roadblocks in the way. Like the rage that they both felt in that just t- spoke to me in my soul. So cool. it was really good. Okay. That's a good recommend. I mean, it looks good. I'm excited to watch it. I plan on it. That's some point yeah (laughs) Uh, but that that makes it sound really good Um, yeah I also really like that it's like all is is every single person the main character is both Korean both of the main characters are Korean the and the director yeah but it's a a multicultural cast because you've got like there's a side character who's white you've got another side character who's Japanese like so you've got I mean it's, it's a variety but yeah, Good. I do love that it was um, Asian leads and I was so excited. Yeah. Like when I was watching it, I was like, I realize when I'm watching things that are made by own voices, mm-hmm. that's when I realize how much people are not represented in other mm-hmm. in yeah, other things. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, yeah. So that was really cool. I think cool it's super important. And I like, mm-hmm. especially like imagine being someone who sees you're like, look, there's someone like me on the screen like that. I yeah. think that's so important. And yeah, the more the better. Like, I think that's yeah. awesome that it's becoming more intentional, you know, yeah. that people are actually trying to make that happen. I think that's awesome. I'm super excited yeah. about it. And I love Ali Wong. So Oh, it's see, no, I love I love Stephen Young, I think is his last name, Stephen Young. But he was Glenn on The Walking Dead. Um, oh my god, I loved him. I loved The Walking Dead. <laughs> loved, loved, loved. Was extraordinarily upset with what happened to his character. And then um, so I stopped Did watching. Did he like it. die or Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a there's a pretty like bad death scene for him, which is just oh, like, devastating. Devastating. Anyway, yeah. But I love that I love that uh actor, and so I was super excited um watching him in this and like different it was also i was worried he was i was gonna be like oh i'm stuck on he's glenn because yeah. you know how much i love that character yeah and it was yeah. he did like such a good job that i was totally into like this character i didn't see that it was the same character same person doing that acting you know how like some like yes. Matthew mcconaughey is the same person <laughs> yes almost everything yes. so i feel like that says a lot about people's acting skills because yeah some people are literally the same like yes. Adam Sandler for example yes like, I know he right. tried in click I get it I get that you tried but you failed because <laughs> you're still a joke you know like 
it just doesn't work. Some people, it just doesn't work. And so I love when it's like they actually transform into a totally different person. Character. Like, that's yeah. amazing especially, acting. Especially if it's something that was like they're recognizable for the role that they were in. Right? Like mm-hmm. I think about Jennifer Aniston and Friends. Right? Mm-hmm. So we've watched uh, Murder Mystery and Murder Mystery 2 recently on Netflix as well. Oh, I haven't and, watched the second one yet. I need to watch oh it. Oh my. It's like just as outrageous as the first one. Just Love like that. Outrageous. It was great. But when I first started watching the first one, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I, I'm going to have a hard time getting past her being Rachel. Like, no matter what she does, like, her mannerisms are just, like, mm. I see Rachel. But about 20, 30 minutes in, I was like, no, I'm totally into this different character. Like, this That's is awesome. completely different. So I, I love when an actor can actually make those transformations, especially when they are, a, like, a bigger star or just somebody yeah. who has, like I said, an iconic role. Like, Glenn in Walking Dead is an iconic role to me. And if any of the listeners out there, if you've watched it, I, you know what I'm talking about. After Glenn died, I feel like everything went to shit anyway. So <laughs> Good to know. Well, good thing I've never watched it. So now I can yeah. just... Cool. <laughs> cool. Cool. It's fine. Um, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Oh, all um, right. Cool. Okay. <clears throat> okay. The second thing was... I maybe is like looking for advice or just commiseration, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I'm in like the worst reading slump right now. Ugh, I like, know. I'm so, so sorry. Bad. I think That's I've DNF six books in a row. And it's not and it the books may not even be bad. Like I just like I'm just like, no, this is not You're not in the mood. Yeah. It's just not happening, man. And I'm like, it is it's rough. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. rough out mm-hmm. here right now. What do you do in those um, situations? I don't know how to help you because I just stop reading when I'm in those situations. I'm like, you know what? Yep. I'm just not going to read. I'm not going to read. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to do other things I like. And then hopefully I'll want to read again at some point. And then I usually oh do. Gosh. But just like getting away from – because the more you try, the more frustrating it gets because it's yes. like, okay, I, I you get your hopes up every time and then mm-hmm. it's still not good. And it's like, I don't – I'm over it. I don't yeah. want to try anymore. It's so tiring. I mean, it's it is and like one night last week, I think I I listened to a book to 20% and then I was like this isn't going to happen, so I DNF'd it. Right. Then I listened to another book to 60% like right oh after that. God. Like, this just isn't it's not like right? And it's a book the the second one I DNF'd, I know is one you liked. And like I just I, I don't know what is going on for me right now. It's rough. Maybe it really if you rough. try to read a book by an author that like you love, like one of like Jennifer Hillier's backlist or something. Okay, you're like so li- like that. I am listening to Jennifer Hillier's Wonderland right now. Okay, and because it just came out on April 11th, mm-hmm. it came out on audio for the first time. So I've been listening to it, and it's good. Like I will finish this one a hundred percent. Great, but I also know that in my mind, I'm not as like into it as I have been in the past and again I don't think that's the book I think that's me and I'm just like oh this is brutal so I mean it might help though by the time you're done you might be like okay I I feel slightly better and I don't I'm hoping this is the one yeah I'm hoping this is the one that brings breaks me out of it because you know like I've had slumps where it's just really, really bad. And then there's like one book. So for me, like His and Hers by Alice Feeney, yeah. I love that book because it so broke good. a huge slump for me. And I was just like, oh, my God. And then right after that, it was like hit, 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 hit. Yeah. So I'm kind of hoping that ends up being the case. But maybe I just need to go back. <laughs> I need to like read a read book, the book instead of listen to it on audio, I think. Maybe that makes me. 
my uh yeah because you can be distracted i feel like with audiobooks it's like so easy to be distracted by stuff and so you're not necessarily immersed in the book and like so into it as you could be so maybe that's why yeah something maybe that'll be i don't know but i feel your pain yeah that's the worst Listeners, if you have reading slumps, I'd love to hear your tips. Like, share them with us um, at our Instagram at Thrillers by the Book Club Pod so that we can hear what everybody else's tips are. And then if we get them, like, we can come back in another episode and kind of update what what do people say when they get reading slumps. Like, here's what people yes, do. Yes, that would be very helpful because I'm sure that people yeah. have things that they do, but we just don't know what they are. So yeah. help us, please. Thank you. Please. <laughs> because, yeah, it's – it's brutal out here, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the struggle sometimes. You know? Yeah. You gotta, just yeah. got to push through. You'll make it. <laughs> anyway, so that's going on with me. What's going on with you? Uh, I just got back from a trip from New York um, where mm-hmm. I got to go to the Mysterious Bookshop, which was Ooh. amazing. Oh, my gosh. So cool. It literally was a dream. Like, every single book in there, mystery, thriller, not even horror, honestly. It's just yeah thriller mystery like I was looking for a Grady Hendrix book and mm-hmm. the guy helping me was like that's a little too horror and I was like oh my gosh it is it is, it is. like so it's like it made it me so happy is, oh so good yes it was amazing it's like so cute it's it's everything you want in a bookstore and the people that work there are so knowledgeable and helpful and kind and it smells like books it's just mm-hmm. oh so good it was so oh. good I pre-ordered a book to pick up at Thriller Fest Okay. So I'm like, good, I'll be back. I'll go back in. I'll get my book. I'll probably buy more books. Visit the circle you. of books. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm very All excited. It was a great books. trip. I also um what else did I do on that trip? Went to a Yankees game. That was fun. Oh, that's um, cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I got mm-hmm. there, so I like took a Lyft or Uber, I don't know, one of those from the airport to my hotel. Mm-hmm. And I called Joe on the way and he was like, oh, well, oh. I hope you get there safely. Um, your dad, the police chief, would be none too pleased if anything happened because you're black belt in karate. And I was like, it's literally fine. It's fine, Joe. And he was just like, well, I'll, I'll be tracking you the whole way, as will he, with his law enforcement background from the FBI. Love it. I was like, it's literally fine. It. It's fine. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with it. Uh, Joe did text me. He met, or uh, messaged me on Instagram that he did that, and I was like, "Dude, that's the real shit right there. That's how you know is love because you know what? I will make sure that it feels like on the other end that there's somebody yeah. that is gonna get I this was guy." Dying. I was like, "You're. This is like far, way too far." I was cracking up. I was like, okay, "Oh my god, need to chill. I'm embarrassed now." <laughs> I love it. It was embarrassing, but it was great. It was great. (laughs) Yeah, very proud of Joe. That was a good good move. It brought me a lot of joy. (laughs) So I did that. um, And this tomorrow I'm going to the LA Times Festival of Books in LA. Okay. I am so excited to hear about this. Oh my gosh. I cannot wait. It's going to be so fun. I've never gone. Every year something comes up. I'm not here for work or like – there's always something. And so this year, finally, there's nothing going on. It's all day, Saturday, Sunday. I'm super excited about it. Oh, um, there's like a ton of people from Southern California, like my friends that are going, but also mm-hmm. authors and there's yeah. a bunch of different um, 
like panels and presentations, which it's cool because it's free to go to the festival. So you don't have to pay anything. Yeah. Which is a great deal. But if you want to reserve your spot on panels, I think it's like, I don't know, like five bucks or something to reserve it. But I'm definitely going to be doing, there's the only bummer is there's only two thriller panels mm, or two yeah. thriller, like similar panels. So that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I guess people well, like other stuff. It's a festival of books. So, yeah. All right. Yes. But there's uh, going to be a lot of booths and there's going to mm-hmm. be a ton of authors there. There's going to be like bookstore, a ton of bookstores. Oh my gosh. So that's cool. It's Getting be a to, dream. I think there's like, right. There's like five, I think there's like 500 people who are involved wow. or something wow. like that. Like it's a huge, huge yeah. thing. That is going to be amazing. About. Oh my gosh. I know. I can't wait. I it's gonna be like ninety degrees, which is a bummer, but still cool. Still excited Dude. to go to all the bookstores and like, yeah, mm. it'll be fun. I, yeah, that's gonna be incredible. Although I have to say, okay, like I know that weather is like the most boring thing to talk about, but I'm gonna do it anyway because you're like ninety degrees. It is. I'm literally in a sweatshirt under a blanket with so like jealous. heavy socks. I'm so fucking cold. I'm and, so like, jealous of you. Last week, it was like sunny, rained, sunny, hail, sunny, all in the same day. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Sounds so, <laughs> so nice. Yeah, I get I it. Just... I get it. I'm from Arizona. I understand exactly what you're feeling. But yes, I'm like, now I'm, I'm just like, it. I'd like it to be a little bit warmer. My tulips can't even bloom. <laughs> it's so cold. It's been warm anyway. for like two days and I'm already very You're grumpy. Like, like I, don't, I don't care for this. You're like, bring back spooky season and the cool. Right. I don't, I'm mad. But I am excited because some of the bookstores that are going to be there are some that I've always wanted to go to. Like, um, yeah. San Diego has a mystery bookstore called Mysterious Galaxy that's going to be there. Oh, so cool. So that's going to be super cool. I know that, um, you know, Zibby's Book Club. Yes, you know? I know Zibby's. Okay, so yep, her and I know Zibby's bookshop the- is going to be mm-hmm. there. Which awesome. will be cool. There's a Octavia's bookshelf, which is like this all um, black owned bookshelf in Pasadena bookshelf bookstore in Pasadena. Very cool. That's gonna be there. So there's like a ton of different bookstores that I I'm like. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm most excited about buying books. <laughs> it's pretty sad. <laughs> But I can't no, it's wait. not. It's it's not sad. You're talking to the right people, right? Now. Yeah. <laughs> yes, like, but I understand. Not even about like seeing the panels. I'm like, I just want to hold books in my hand. Just like, buy it's not, all the it's books. Not too much to yep. ask for. No, I mean, honestly, it is one of my top things. Like, because I'm going to you know Thriller Fest, but then I'm going to go to BoucherCon, and yeah. I'm like, when I go to BoucherCon, I just want to go as a reader, and I just want to buy yeah. all the books, and like, yeah. I, so I I completely relate to what you're saying. Like, yes, ugh. <laughs> we uh, our um, Seattle uh, Thrillers by the Book Club chapter is we're not meeting this weekend. We're meeting next weekend, mm-hmm. um, and next weekend I don't know if it is everywhere, but it's Indie Bookstore weekend yay uh, uh, yeah. yeah I think it is everywhere yeah I think, I, think it, it is. I think so too so make sure you guys check out your favorite indie bookstores we are gonna go to one of them here in the Seattle area for I think for our meeting or we might try to go nearby because we're like 
people really love this weekend, so we're a little worried yeah. how busy it's going to be. But um, my point in bringing this up is that I'm so excited because we always, when we meet, we meet, we talk about the book, we have some snacks, whatever, and then we go to a bookstore and buy books. Usually we like meet in the lobby of a bookstore or like in the cafe or whatever. And so mm-hmm. I'm just like, it's my favorite time because I'm like, every month I can go buy a book. <laughs> it's, it's April amazing. 29th, right? That's Indie Bookstore Day? Yes, 29th okay, and 30th. Great. I think that yeah. weekend. Yeah. The, Here in Seattle, they do like, a oh, they oh, do no, like a ahead. passport situation. So they have all of the like a bunch of bookstores come together, and then you like get stamped and stuff, which is pretty uh, cool. Yes, they do that here too. I think okay. it must be a thing. Yeah, for, I, I didn't realize you know, that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's I love that. I can't wait. I want to go to. So there's this um, independent bookstore here called Bel Canto Books. And I went one year and it was so fun. It was like they did a bunch of raffles and mm-hmm. she did um, – she opened early so all a bunch of bookstagrammers could come. Oh, and that's cool. just shop. Yeah. So it was like so special. That is really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So I'm, nice. I want to go this year, but I feel like there's something happening every weekend and I'm like – I only have so much free time, you know? (laughs) I get it. I totally get it. (laughs) It's like things are – feels like every day – I don't – like at the – okay. So December, things get busy, and then it kind of slows down. And then you have like January where it's like you're kind of starting to get busy again. But by the time we get now to April, it's like when things are just like bam, 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 like constantly busy. I'm just like, I can't wait for the holidays again. (laughs) Let's slow back down. That is the saddest (laughs) phrase I've ever heard. Like the holidays is slowing down. (laughs) What? What is? Why? No. That's so sad. No. 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 I'm not busy. Like I don't, I don't do a ton of like I'm gonna go here and here and here. You know, I just like. I yeah, that's true. I think the problem yeah. is like I for work I travel for personal fun I travel. When I go visit my book club friends, I travel. Like they all live yeah. an hour away. Yeah. Uh, on the weekends we travel, so it's like yeah. I feel literally. So I was trying to find a time to hang out with my best friend, Jordan. And I literally pulled out my calendar and I'm like, in two months, I'm pretty sure I have a Saturday (laughs) afternoon, literally a Saturday afternoon. Like it's like that. It's so sad that I have to schedule my weekends so far in advance because there's always something happening. Yeah. There's always something happening. And I think that that, I think it's great that there, because I think our listeners are probably like, on either side, right? Like where they're yeah. maybe like active go, like on the go kind of folks. But then there are folks that maybe are like me where like, I want to just stay home um, and just stay home and read or veg out or do nothing. I do yeah. love to travel. That's like my number one. Like I love traveling and oh God, I just haven't gone on a, like a really good trip in a long time. Um, but other than that, like I have friends that would be like, it's the same kind of thing. We'll try to schedule something. And then I'm scheduling like months and months out. And I'm like, oh, I'm free this weekend. Oh, no. I'm free <laughs> next weekend. Oh, no. So, I mean, it just kind of like makes it very, I don't know. And no, then I'm I know. also Do a big you... fan of the cancel. Like, go ahead and cancel. If somebody needs to cancel with me, always okay. Like, I'm never You're like upset. always hoping that they do. You're like. Yeah, I'm like, I love you so uh, much, but you totes can cancel on me. Yeah, and you probably mad. should. Actually, you <laughs> let's cancel now just to be safe. <laughs> just so you know, because I suck. No. <laughs> Do you think that you are introverted or extroverted? I think I am introverted with extroverted 
qualities. Okay, cool. So at work, I would say, yeah, I don't think anyone at my job would say that I'm introverted at all. Mm -hmm. Like I'm very out, like outspoken and all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, I love being around people. Like I do really enjoy it. But, and I will, if I'm alone for too long though, then it gets bad. So it's like if I get too, around people too long, I get exhausted. If I'm alone too long, I get exhausted. So, so, so you're an ambivert. Okay, Love so that's that. what I am. Yeah, then yeah, that's it. Yeah, you are, and that's you know, great. Okay. But I, I've said this a million times. I'm a walking contradiction, so that actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. That actually makes sense, though, because I think that, like, that's how – because introverts recharge by being alone. And it's not mm-hmm. that you don't like people and you don't like being social. It's just that's how you recharge and get your yeah. energy back. You know, yeah. and then that's how extroverts recharge by being around other people. Yes. So yeah. I think that that makes perfect sense. I think that's why I'm always planning things, though, because if I'm in my home for like an hour and a half, I'm like, I'm alone in the world. Nobody, if I died today, <laughs> no one would know. Joe's like in the other room. And I'm like, nobody cares <laughs> about me. Nobody is interested in me in my life. Like, I get so depressed. And it's like one hour with not talking to someone. Yeah. I get so sad. And so I'm okay. like, yeah, it must we are be definite opposites on that. But yeah, yeah it has to because, like, if it if you get your energy from other people, then yeah, it's an interaction yes. of any kind, which makes sense, especially for someone like for having an extroverted personality, like how being really um, active on Bookstagram and stuff like right. that. Like you're constantly getting to talk to people, which is great. Yes. Um, and then meanwhile, sometimes my DMs will like kind of like pile up like no more than five. Nobody talks to me, but they'll like <laughs> kind of pile up <laughs> a little bit. And then I'll be like, oh, okay, uh, I probably should answer these folks. <laughs> and, but if you saw it, other times my I'm, like, Instagram inbox, I think you would pass out. I probably like, would. <laughs> like there's multiple days a week when I have over 99 notifications. What? Like, yeah. Wow. You would literally die. And I'm just like. Uh, oh my gosh like I, mean, like I like it but I'm like when you look at my screen time on my phone it's like six hours a day responding yeah I mean people. I can't imagine yeah. because you're doing yeah. that also though the thing yeah. is like you're so responsive though Thank because you. There, are, there are other people <laughs> that have like your kind of following numbers that aren't as responsive and that's what I really appreciate because like I that's how I you know I met you was like DMing yeah. you and then you like got got like back to me right away and I was like oh, oh yeah I, I always mean, respond within like a day Always. Yeah. Because I'm like, so, people are yeah. going out of their way to like message me and like ask questions and like be whatever. And I'm like, of course I'm going to respond to you. I'm not just going to like ignore you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I totally agree. I mean, I usually will do a day, but I'm saying like, if I see it there, it'll yeah. be like a couple of hours that it's been there. And I'm just like, I can't respond, but I'll usually respond within a day. But again, I do not get the level that you get. So. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mostly yeah. it's actually like little groups that I'm in. I get a lot of notifications yeah. of. So. Yeah. No, it's it's excessive. Like my phone battery <laughs> dies at like 10 a.m. every day. So I have to have it constantly. Yeah. It's a real first world problem to have. It really I is. Say. I was going to say, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I mean, sounds tough mm-hmm. to be yeah, like it's... people want to talk to you. <laughs> Poor me. <laughs> Poor Chelsea. Oh. <laughs> Everyone wants to talk to Chelsea. Okay, 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 okay. You're right. You're right. Stop being a baby. You're right. Everything's (laughs) fine. But it's okay, though. It is actually, like, true. Like, 
I mean, it could be a lot. I could see how it could be a lot. And I could also see how it could be bringing a ton of joy. Because I yes. do have times when I'm like, I'm like, I wish somebody would talk to me or respond to me. Then I start DMing a ton of people just so I can start getting responses. Yeah. Like, I would interact with people. Um, so I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will – the pretty much most exciting thing that's ever happened in my entire life happened today, and that's that I got a copy of Midnight is the Darkest Hour by I Ashley I saw Winston. you post that. And uh, I was like, I'm going to pee my pants. Shut like, so, so what happened was we moved from our old house to our new house a year and almost a half ago, and I'm still okay. getting mail at the old house, oh, which is okay. like, honestly, honestly, mail forwarding is a scam. Anyway, yeah. so luckily the new – person who moved into our old house is the daughter of someone I work with, which I was like, okay. that's weird. But so well, she that worked out well for you, though. <laughs> right. And so I got to the office today, and there's just, like, a book there. And I'm like, she's like, oh, your mail came. And I was like, oh, whatever. And then I looked at it, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I almost oh missed this. God. Can you imagine? Yeah, I would have died. I mean, yeah. it's – I'm so, so jealous. Like, I can't oh even gosh. right now because – I love – I think she is, like, catapulting to one of my favorite authors. I oh, did pre-order so her rom-com. Like, that's – I'm, like, I'm gonna, I'm just down. I'm going to do all of them because her writing is just so good. Um, yeah. But I cannot wait to read Midnight. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. – oh, my God. Uh, yeah. I'm, like, I'm sweating. I <laughs> – like, I don't know how I'm gonna wait until closer to pub day to read. It. Like, I, don't I don't know how know. you're gonna wait either. Maybe, it's, but like, maybe it'll be like one of those like you can read it and then you can reread it. No, no, you're not a rereader. You're like I never nope, reread. I have too many books to reread. Yeah, even my favorite book, I would not reread. It's like I just can't do it. And if this book doesn't come out for six months, so I'm scared if I read it now. By the time it comes out, I'm gonna be like, oh, what was that about? You know. So I want to yes. keep the joy alive, but I don't think I'll be able to last. I think I yeah, will be soon. I highly doubt you're gonna be able to last yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not expecting much from myself but you never know you never know what never could know. happen i <laughs> want to start um the new um shari lapetna everyone here okay. lying because yeah. that looks really good so i'm planning on starting that one next because it will distract me that's my plan that is awesome yes. um my so the one that i have it's not, i haven't started it but the one that i've picked out to read next is called are you sarah by S.C. Lolly. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, I'm going to talk about it today. And Ooh. I'm very excited about it. So I'm like, please let this be. Please let this be the one that takes me out of the slump. Please let it be yeah. the one that gets me out. Well, hopefully Wonderland will, will do the trick out there at the end. And then this one. Yes. <sighs> it will. Yeah. It will. Are you it a, absolutely a, will. Are you a TBR planner or a um, mood reader? Uh, I'm a mood reader, but I only have limited. So what I do, I have my spreadsheet that has all the books that I need to review and when they are published and blah, 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 blah. And so I look on there and I see what's coming out and that I know I will have to read. And then I pick my order based on my mood, but from the list of books that I feel like I need to read. So both. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. Totally understand that. Yeah. So, sense. but it's still like it. I do have to be in the mood to read a book, otherwise I'm like, mm, 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 not for me. And then I also pick and choose what I'm even going to read because, for example, you know, I probably have like fifty books that I could read yeah. <laughs> before they come out, but I'm like, I only have the capacity to read like twenty of these fifty. So, which 
books will I Which ones are the ones read? you're going to focus on? And right. which ones are weird or whatever, you know, <laughs> whatever. Which ones don't speak to me and which ones right. do speak to me? <laughs> right. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I um. That's what's funny is that I – so I love buying books. I love having books. I love having as many books as I have in the house, which I counted the other day. Physical books was over 400. Oh, my. Like, oh. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Excessive. a lot of books. I love it. Yep. Yeah, but I love it. But my TBR shelf is just like so full. And then I'm such a, such a like picky, picky mood reader that like if I go, I'll go to my shelf and I'll look at everything, I'll be like, I don't want a single thing that's here. And then I'll go to the library and like get something for free. Oh out my of gosh. Yeah, I know. It's bad, dude. I'm telling <laughs> you. Like it is so like, what the hell? yeah that's bad that's bad yeah i will agree this is why i've got like the giant tbr and i'm always like i'll move it up to the top of the list and i want to never and then i go to read because i'm like "Mm, i don't feel like reading this now (laughs) oh no it's okay you know what do whatever makes you happy who even cares yeah i stopped i stopped making requests on netgalley i'll tell you that no that's because i was like probably safe yeah, I started feeling super guilty for getting them and then not f- reading them. And then yeah. I had like a couple that passed their uh, pub day and I hadn't like done a review uh-huh. and then I felt bad. And I was like, no, I don't want to be like this person. So anyway, so I've stopped doing that because I'm like, read the books you have. Right. Or at least one book you have and then yeah. five books you don't have. At least one, you know, <laughs> I've got like, to, that's like, yeah. the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Even it out. Even it out. A hundred percent. Trying. Trying. <laughs> Anyway. Okay. So pub day. Okay. Pub day. Yes. Pub day. All right. Today is Tuesday, May 2nd, and we've got five books we're going to talk about today. Um, all right. The first one that is coming out today is called Bad, Bad Seymour Brown by Susan Isaacs. Okay. So um, this is uh, she. This is a best-selling author. Susan Isaacs returns to a pair of her readers' favorite characters, former FBI agent Corey Geller and her retired cop dad, who must solve one of the NYPD's coldest homicide cases before the crime's sole survivor is killed. Mm. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. all right. Mm-hmm. The Love next it. one. The next one is called The Twenty by Sam Holland. Okay. Um, this is a tense novel from a fast rising star, Sam Nolan, Sam Holland. She wrote um, the Echo, Echo Man, the Echo Man, um, which is I tried to read it and it was good. I just was the you know my brain sure. doesn't work, sure. um, so I can't so I can't give an honest opinion. But sure. um, super like grisly writer, so I thought that was fun. Anyway, so this tw- the twenty fuses a chilling race against time with blood curdling crime fiction. Um, and she offers readers a page-turning serial killer thriller with echoes of Lisa Gardner. So that's pretty cool. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Love Lisa Gardner. So that yeah. makes me very excited. Yeah. Okay. The ones I have a deeper synopsis are on next. The first one is called The Perfect Ones by Nicole Hackett. Two days after arriving in Iceland for a promotional trip, Instagram influencer Alabama Wood goes missing. With no leads, the Icelandic police start their investigation by focusing on the two influencers seemingly closest to Alabama on the trip, Celeste Reed, her best friend of 10 years, and Holly Goodwin, fitness guru and Alabama's unwilling idol. Celeste and Alabama have grown apart recently because Celeste has been too distracted by her five-year-old's behavioral issues and her husband's refusal to admit that there's a problem. What Celeste doesn't tell them is how she's been coping with these worries and how it involves Alabama in ways no one would guess. 
On the outside, Holly appears to have everything. The husband, the body, and over 1 million Instagram followers. I bet her DMs are, like, really blown up. <laughs> she just pays someone to, to she, do At it. that point. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In reality, however, Holly came to Iceland to escape the implosion of her life be- behind the screen. The only person who suspects something amiss behind Holly's precisely filtered pictures is Alabama. As secrets are revealed and loyalties are tested, debut author Nicole Hackett asks, do we control our online image or does it control us? Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. See, I know that I know you're not. A, I don't think you're a really big fan of these like influencer tropes, but I love I'm them. not. Um, I hate yeah, them. I'm, I think they're stupid, but I love Iceland. I love yeah, that. Iceland. So I mean, it, right. I will say nothing because I, yeah. even though I, you know, I'm not into that, it still got me because it's like that Nordic feel and yeah, that's also, what I'm thinking too. Yeah, I, I could get behind this one. Yeah. Okay, so the next one is called "The Rope Artist" by Fuminori Nakamura. The aftermath of the murder of a bondage teacher reveals the darkest corners of the human mind in this chilling new mystery from the master of Japanese literary noir. Mm. Two detectives, two identical women, one dead, then two, then three, then four, all knotted up in Japan's underground BDSM scene and Kinbaku, the form, a form of rope bondage which bears a complex cultural history of spirituality, torture, cleansing, and sacrifice. Yep, I'm into it. I'm yeah, I know. I, 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 yep, yes, yep, yep. I was 100% the same thing. Absolutely. Um, so there's a Sherlock Holmesian. Um, yep detective that is on there that's like trying to find out what happens and it soon spiraled like the investigation spirals out of control this is unflinching in its flayed raw treatment of identity violence sexuality power the occult and the divine the rope artist Mm. is both viscerally painful and unexpectedly hopeful a genre homage that shines a light on the most dangerous elements of the human psyche don't like like the word flayed but that sounds good Oh, see, but for me, that was like that's why I said it. Like I was like, oh, I love this flayed raw oh, no. treatment. No, I was like, absolutely oh, not. that's visceral. Absolutely like, that's a visceral not. Descri- oh, girl, I'm into that. <laughs> no. Like the more violent, the better. But anyway, the um, me out. It's I don't want anyone to cut my skin off. I don't want a single. <laughs> talk about my skin being cut off I love my skin where it is it actually I prefer it where it is now so no thank you <laughs> no thank you fair, yeah. fair point fair point I yeah. mean like I'm not interested in having my skin flayed off I'm just saying no. in a book it's interesting yeah no uh, still no still no <laughs> I don't want to hear about it because then it will get into my brain and then my brain will be like oh so that's what it would be like if your skin was off so no <laughs> absolutely not okay yeah all right, the last one here is called Stranger Danger by Marin Stoffels. This is a YA. Of There's nowhere to hide. Yeah. <laughs> There's nowhere to hide. Danger. Of course. I mean, that definitely makes sense. Also, yeah. I mean, anyway. Yeah. Just like having like childhood flashbacks. Yeah. Um There's nowhere to hide when three teens find themselves in the middle of nowhere with no internet and a killer hunting them down. No internet? What a horror. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's not like it's not phone service. It's no internet. Oh, it is. It is. It is, though. Hold on. Don't don't think you can get rid of me so fast. No phones, no internet, no social media at all. All right. That's what's going to take to finally get serious about school and focus on exams. Nova, Uh Vin, and... (laughs) It's oh my YA. god it's why it's why i think this sounds good okay 
Nova, Vin, and Lotus even rented a farmhouse in the middle of nowhere so they won't get distracted. After that, everything can go back to normal. But they aren't alone. Someone is watching them from the forest. Someone who knows their secrets. Someone who wants revenge. And all things will never be the same again. I mean, listen, I love... (laughs) I love that! I think this sounds, like, so fun. Sorry. Sorry. Nova and her friends rent a farmhouse to study for exams is that nova uh nova vin and lotus Uh right yes they yes they rent rent a a farmhouse they rent a farmhouse with no internet to study like like they're not going to use the internet to study is this the 90s okay you need internet to study first of all so nice try second of all a farmhouse like you could have gotten anything you wanted and you're like you know what farmhouse you know i'm getting like service uh, like what is the it's that sh- the movie with Liv um Liv Tyler where they like stand outside and they've got like those masks on like the strangers maybe maybe that's the name of it. Um, I'm getting those kind of vibes. Um, from it, but like something the cover has on it because that would get me. I I I'm not gonna lie. I'm into. I it. I don't remember. I don't. Okay. I didn't remember the, what the cover looks like. But um, but what based on what I'm seeing here, like being in a farmhouse in the middle of nowhere, and then there's somebody mm-hmm. that's like watching you in the forest, and like you're isolated sure. and stuff. Love that. It trope. honestly Lies. sounds yeah. like Five Survive, except for in a farmhouse instead of an RV. That's my <laughs> that is my immediate perception is that it's like okay. Five Survive, YA. Someone's watching you. There's a reason why you know you're like all terrified. You have no phone service. You're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Again, I find it – I think it's going to be interesting. It seems like it's going to be a good one. But right. um, definitely, like, if I was a teenager, I would, like, snatch this up in a second. For sure. Um, For sure. Yeah. So congratulations to all of those authors on Pub Day. So excited for you. And listeners, I hope you found something new to pick up this week. Woohoo! And today we have a very, very special episode. So obviously we – not obviously. We – think that all year round you should read and support AAPI authors. However, Mm -hmm. it is AAPI History Month, so we want Mm -hmm. to extra highlight books by AAPI authors, and hopefully we find some that you can pick up that you get excited about, just as excited as we are. So that is what our special episode is going to be about today. And my very um, first – oh, well, go ahead. Hold on really quick. Do you want to say what AAPI is in case there's somebody out there that doesn't know? No, they should know. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, it's Asian American Pacific Islanders. Yes. So it's all the encompassed beneath that um, acronym. Yeah. Yeah. Umbrella. There's I think there's like actually fifty around fifty distinct ethnic groups oh, under that. Okay. So there's a lot. Um, but yeah. it's Asian American Pacific Islanders. Um, so those Perfect. are the the specific authors that we're focusing on. So All my right. first one is one of my very, very, very favorite book of the month choices, which is Miracle Creek by Angie Kim. Oh yeah. Yes. So good. Like I read this right when I got on Bookstagram in like 2019, I read it and I loved, loved, loved it. So yeah, 
This book is about a small town in Virginia, and there's a group of people that all are connected because they're part of a special treatment center, which is a hyperbaric chamber that can cure different things. So multiple different conditions like autism or infertility. Um, There's just a, a bunch of different things. But so they all know each other there. They go there to get help with whatever they're dealing with. But then the chamber explodes and two people die and the explosion is not an accident. And so the story goes across multiple characters and you learn about their secrets. You learn about what they're hiding. You're learning who was involved with the explosion, why. Um, There's all these different motives. And I think that I what I really liked about it is that it touched on so many different issues that are really important and it she brought them into the story in a really natural way where you're like oh man I never thought about these different things and they're all connected and it's super compelling from the very first page I love the characters learning about each one of them and what they're going through and it was it was a almost like a courtroom procedural mixed with family drama yeah and so I loved that aspect the courtroom aspect mixed with the personal drama was super interesting the story talked about the struggles of parenthood um what it's like to be a parent of a child that has a medical condition I had a lot of empathy and feelings towards the moms that were in the autism group like I learned a lot about that and how how it feels you know to have a child that may need extra attention like she did a really good job of explaining it all to the reader and there was also a lot of very well written um and interesting cultural issues in the book so it talked about like the challenges that immigrants can face what it's like when you move somewhere where you don't know anyone and you're just trying to start over and make a life for yourself and I thought that the way she wrote the character's struggles were very well done and I I especially like that because I re- in a way kind of related to it so my dad moved here from Cuba when he was a baby his family came here and they didn't speak English um they were they were actually so it's crazy they were he- coming for vacation And they went to Florida for vacation. And so they're in the plane. They're trying to fly home. And the Bay of Pigs, the the war broke out while they were in the air. They literally had to turn around, go back to Florida, and then they never got to go home again. So, like, all their stuff, their house, their everything just stayed there. And they never, ever, ever went back. Yeah. And so they went through this, like, creating a life here. They don't know anybody. They don't speak the language. They don't have any resources. You know, it's just kind of like you're here and – you have nothing to make you feel like tethered or close to home or comfortable. And so this book really made me reflect on like my family and encouraged me to talk to them a little bit about their experience because I mean, even now I don't speak Spanish and my, my grandparents or my grandpa only speak Spanish. And so Mm -hmm. there's like that cultural difference. And so I just thought it was really important to kind of learn about the journey that 
he went through as an immigrant and my dad. And anyway, it just, it, I was really interested in the story and it made me feel a lot of different emotions and feelings. So yeah. I think anyone who wants to have an emotional, impactful, interesting, dynamic story with great characters would love Miracle Creek. Five stars. I agree with you. Um, I listened to that book. It was like early pandemic and I was driving from Seattle to Tucson to go see my mom. And so it was my road, one of my road trip books. And it was just like so engrossing. And yeah. you're totally right. Like the emotions, like there was just like a, this one, cause you know, I'm a big on like not cry books and it wasn't, it didn't make me cry, but I definitely felt the emotions of this family yeah. throughout yeah. the entire thing. It was, oh, it is so good. Yeah. Agreed. So good. Right. She did a great job. So that's Miracle Creek by Angie Kim. Perfect. All right. Well, my first one up is called You're Invited by Amanda Jayatisa. Yes. I love this one. Yeah. It came out in September of 2022. And it's about a woman um, who's like Amaya. So what could be worse than your ex-boyfriend marrying your childhood best friend? Getting accused of her murder. Mm-hmm. So Amaya is invited to Kavi's over-the-top Sri Lankan wedding, um, and she's surprised, and she's a little bit hurt because she and her best friend have had, like, a couple years of silence. They haven't been talking. But then Amaya learns that the groom is her own ex-boyfriend, and she's the only thing she can think of is that she has to stop the wedding from happening, no matter what. Okay. Good. Uh, yep. Yeah, as the week-long um, wedding celebration begins, rumors about Amaya's past begin to swirl, and she can't help but feel like... Uh, she also has a target on her back. And then Kavi goes missing and is presumed dead and all evidence points to Amaya. Mm-hmm. So I listened to this on audio and I loved it. It was a book of the month pick as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved listening to it. The author does an incredible job of setting the atmosphere. I could imagine myself at the resort with all the colors and the smells of the wedding and the characters. Those characters are diabolical. I don't think I really liked any of them, <laughs> but right. uh, is it a way you can't help but love, but also like not like it's just it's just interesting. Um, this was really really fun. I was nicely surprised by the ending. Um, Sri Lankan women are badass mofos. Yes, like oh my god, they are no joke. Um, and this so the culture really became very tangible. And um, I'm dying to go to a wedding. Um, I really enjoyed it. And I think if you like a book that is drama filled and atmospheric, this is a good one. And she also wrote My Sweet Girl, right? Yes, she did. Which won the um, Thriller of the Year Award in 2022 from ITW. So I saw that and I have it here to read. I haven't read it yet, but after I read You're Invited, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to read it because it was same, same. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. It was amazing. Such yeah. a good one. Yeah. Okay. Um, my next one is Little Secrets by Jennifer Hillier. I so, love Jennifer Hillier. Me too. <laughs> me too. Honestly, me too. So, yeah. so good. She's so good. Um, so this book is about Marin, who's this girl who has the perfect life, married her college sweetheart. She owns a bunch of very upscale hair salons. Her husband runs his own company. Um, and everybody in the community loves them, but their son, Sebastian, is taken, um, which is like, what a nightmare. And well, he's taken at Pike Place Market, right? Like in the middle of the, of this like very busy tourist attraction place. It is terrifying. Like, obviously I know because I live 
in Seattle, but like that is, yeah. I could see it. So busy. 100% see it. Yeah. So busy. Totally. Totally. Like you just look away for one for second. For a second. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, so it, then it skips ahead a year. The FBI search has gone cold. The people aren't really as interested in the case. Her and her husband have, you know, grown apart. And so she decides to hire a private investigator to pick up where the police left off. So they start investigating <clears throat> into finding Sebastian. But instead, she learns that her husband is having an affair with the younger woman, which is like, great. Thanks so much. Um, but this yeah. discovery kind of like brings energy back into Marin's life. So she mm -hmm. lost her son. She doesn't want to lose her husband. And now she knows, you know, there's like something she can control in her life. So this book is a great exploration of grief and pain of a mother losing her child. Mm -hmm. I, the emotions were real and it was really hard actually to jump into those emotions and experience them. Mm -hmm. That was, it was really hard. And yeah. I thought that the book started off a little bit slow, but it's worth sticking it out because there's so much going on. The characters are amazing. They're dynamic. She writes so well. I mean, if you've ever read a book by Jennifer Hillier, you know. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, they're yeah, it's just so well written. There's so many amazing plot points and she weaves them all together to make this amazing story. The ending actually surprised me. So yep, that me too. was exciting. It was a, it was a very surprising <laughs> ending. Like that, yeah. didn't see that coming from anywhere. <laughs> and the, I feel like that never happened. So I yeah. made me love it like even more. And so yeah. yeah, it was a really good book full of surprises, very emotional, deep, and interesting. Um, yeah, I totally love this book. So two things. One, the private investigator, I think she's a private investigator in that book, Vanessa Castro, is the um, main character in Wonderland. So it's like oh. getting to see it like because when she was a, a deputy. Cool. Um, yeah. So I was like, that's kind of, I love that they're tied together in that way. Um, yeah. And I've heard uh, Jennifer speak about writing this book and how much like – her experience being a mom and like ha I think she had just had her baby or just was around there. I think that's why you can feel that deep emotion. Anyway, so here is what I am going to admit. This topic um, made me realize how much I am not diversifying my reading. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay, mm -hmm. so um, I want to do better. So the rest of my books I have are ones that I either – I have pre-ordered or I own and I haven't read, but like, I just want to be you will. honest that like, yes, I am going to read these mm -hmm. uh, eventually, but it's like everything else too, but I'm not prioritizing. Yeah. And so it made me like, oh, you know what? I want to make sure I do that. So, um, so these books, I'm not going to be able to have a review, but I'm going to tell you what draws me into them. Like what drew me in to be like, yes, I'm getting that book. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the first one is I'm Not Done With You Yet by Jesse Q. Sutanto. Um, that comes out in August, on August 22nd in 2023. And you know this author because she wrote Dial A for Aunties. So that's serious. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is her first time doing a psychological thriller. So the this book is about Jane, who is unhappy. She is a struggling mid-list writer whose novels barely command four figures. She feels trapped in an underwhelming marriage, just scraping by a crippling Bay Area mortgage for a house and a life she never really wanted. There's only one, ever been one person that she cared about, 
one person who truly understood her, Talia, Jane's best and only friend nearly a decade ago during their creative writing days at Oxford. It was the only good year of Jane's life. Cobblestones and books and damp English air, heady wine and sweet cider and Talia. But then one night ruined everything. The blood-soaked night that should have bound Talia to Jane forever instead made her lose her completely. Talia disappeared without a trace and Jane has been unable to find her ever since. Until now. Because there she is. Her name is at the top of the New York Times bestseller list. A A Most Pleasant Death by Talia Ashcroft. When she discovers a post from Talia on her website about attending a book convention in New York City in a week, Jane decides to go, credit card be damned, and uh, this time she will do the right things and Jane won't lose Talia again. Ooh. Yeah, right? So that's like, okay, so what drew me in about this book is the first, the cover, it is black with two women looking at each other from the top and the bottom of the page. They're like, mm-hmm. um, kind of like facing opposite directions looking at each other. So I feel like that was like very kind of insidious kind of feeling to it. Um, and then because this author had written Dial A for Aunties, I've never read those. They're more, I think they're more cozies. Um, but, and this is her first turn in a psychological thriller. I've heard nothing but good things about Dial A for Aunties, but it wasn't a book for me. So now that Jessie is showing us her dark side, I'm here to check it out. So I'm very excited about that. Yes. And then the premise, what drew me in is this premise. Writer's obsession, best friends. Is this like maybe sapphic, maybe? A stalker? All the things that sing to me and had me pre-ordering. So Love it. That is a, a book that I'm very excited to read. That is I'm Not Done With You Yet by Jessie Q. Sutanto. Yeah, that sounds good. I feel like I've read a book by her, but now I can't remember what it was. I mean, Dial A for Aunties is not her only book. She's got quite a few, but I think that was like – I, I think that's a series now, maybe? I think. I what did I – Oh, it was um, Obsession. Oh, okay. Yeah, Obsession. Okay. That's what I read um, by her, and it was good. It's Great. It was YA, but it was good. Okay, um, okay. Yeah, I liked it. That's what Very it was. Cool. Um, okay, cool. So my next one is These Violent Delights by Chloe Gong, Ooh. which is a Romeo and Juliet story set in 1926 shanghai so oh there's like two gangs that have a blood feud and there's uh the juliet is a former flapper who is part of the scarlet gang which is like this network of criminal criminals and they have rivals the white flowers who are um roma is the guy in it and it's juliet's first love and so it's kind of like a romeo and juliet style story but with monsters Um, oh with that's right that's right right. (laughs) i did not expect that (laughs) right the very first line of the book is in glittering shanghai a monster awakens it's Oh my gosh. Okay, but so, it's like actual monsters. Because like you could say like a person is a monster. Like I, I would have read it as a person. That you should read it is what okay, I think okay, about okay, that. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and so people should pick it up. It was very beautifully written. Like the descriptions were very vivid. The plot, the plot, the plot was fast paced. Um, even though there is romance. You know, you know how to do it. But it was like fun because it was a play on Romeo and Juliet. I loved Juliet as a character. She was 
very cutthroat, which was amazing and great. And there are, I liked that there was um, LGBTQIA representation in the book. Mm -hmm. I thought that was wonderful. And yeah, I, I really liked it. I thought it was fun. It's definitely not my typical type of book that yeah. I always I'm a little read surprised, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. It's like historical fiction. And yeah, I was just like, hmm. To, to be honest, I didn't know what it was about when I picked it up. I just saw the cover and I was like, and this just looks got cool. You. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just thought it would be cool and kind of interesting. And so I was like, oh, I'll just probably just like, you know, try to read it. I, I think it was a, a book of the month YA maybe I think so I think so I'm pretty sure that's where I got it now that I'm thinking about it and because I was just like oh let's just see you know it was it was just for fun but anyway it was good I enjoyed it I thought that it was a good um parallel to Romeo and Juliet like you don't have to you don't have to be like what happened in the original like this there (laughs) there's references you'll get it but it's also its own story because of the way that it's told and yeah I really enjoyed it. I think that people will like it, especially if you're more into fantasy type books, like Mm -hmm. thriller fantasy. I kind of had that bent. And so it was good in that way. And I think that there was a second book, actually. Yes. After, um, but I don't know. It's Our Violent Violent Ends. Okay, great. Great. I was just looking it up because I was like, I didn't realize this was YA, I think, maybe. But I wanted to see the cover to like remind myself because I've I've heard of this book um but yeah I was like oh I didn't realize it was a series as well so there's a second one Our Violent Ends yeah yeah so recommend pick up the first one and then pick up the second one if you like the first one all right my next uh book is called Nice Girls by Catherine Catherine Dang um it came out in September of 2021 and this one I have read I know I've read it but I didn't write a review when I read it. So that basically means mm-hmm. I have no idea. I don't For remember sure. anything about it. For um, sure. So the the synopsis is that um, Mary used to be such a nice girl. She was the resident whiz kid of Liberty Lake, Minnesota. A quiet, wait, wait, wait. Chubby te- Hold on. Sorry. What's this book called? Nice Girls. Okay. Yeah, yeah I've talk- read it. You've definitely read Great. it. Great. Yeah. Great. Okay. I was just uh, like, it just hit me what you said. And I was like, what? why does this sound so familiar? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes, yes. So I'm going to add in a second, I have a question for you because I think okay, it's great. the book I'm thinking of, but I'm not 100%. So, um, but yeah. So she was like this uh, quiet, chubby kid. She got a scholarship to an Ivy League school. She comes back, like to Cornell, I think. She comes back a couple years later as Ivy League Mary. But she's thinner, cynical, and restless failure who is kicked out of Cornell at the beginning of her senior year and won't tell anyone why. She starts working at a local grocery store, and basically she's in a downward spiral. And then um, there's another a classmate from hers, uh, Olivia Willand, goes missing. She's a rising social media star. Everyone admires her, except for Mary. They used sure. to be best friends. Um, and uh, Mary knows that behind the Instagram persona is a willful, manipulative girl with sharp edges. Um, the town obsesses over Olivia. And then uh, what, Mary starts to wonder if her dis- disappearance might be re- tied to another one. Another missing person, um, 19-year-old Damaria Jackson, whose case has been widely dismissed as a runaway. Who is the real Olivia Willen and where did she go? What happened to Damaria? Um, and as Mary pries at the cracks of the careful facades around the missing two girls, old wounds still bleed fresh and force her to confront a horrible truth. Maybe there are no nice girls after all. 
Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I feel like is this so now you remember reading it. Does, is she like running next to a lake and then what like runs into somebody that she recognizes and then that was the person that goes missing. It's the girl. I think so. Okay. That's, that that sounds, sounds, sounds familiar. Okay. That sounds correct. So, so I'm vaguely recalling it. I just like, I just can't, I, I'm the worst at see. trying to remember a book. Um, Me too. If, Me If too. I don't write the review right away, forget it. <laughs> um, Let's see if I can remember. I, yeah, I think so. I okay. think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. All right. Yeah. So then it is the book I'm thinking of. So okay. what drew me into this book was the cover. Um, I love that the blue house is in shadows, got the glowing yellow windows, and this really bright pink neon type font for this, the title. Um, so very like on point. Um, mm-hmm. The This was a debut for the author, which I'm always a big fan of. Love it. And then to me, the the premise that pulled me in was Mary's transformation. Um, it hooked me right away. So I yeah. was an overachiever in high school, and I dropped out of college. So yeah. I was like, huh, you're like, okay, relatable. Relatable. I, yeah. like, I understand that. Let's learn more. Uh, I don't have the same reasons why yeah. as this lady did, but, um, and I enjoy a seemingly unreliable narrator and missing persons tropes. So that's what called me to this book. So that is called okay. Nice Girls by Christine Dang. Love it. I remember enjoying it, but again, so big. Yeah. So, right? so long ago. It was, it was I read it December 2021 and I knew it was on okay, audio. Yeah. Like I remember I remember the experience reading it. I was like listening to it and I was walking around my mom's um park where she was living at the time. Like yeah. very distinctly remember listening to it. Can't remember what that's about. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. It happens to all of us, yeah. honestly. Yeah. There's so many books. Okay. So many books. My next book is Leave the World Behind by Rumin Alam. So okay. this is about this book is weird. It's good. It is weird. But it's real it's weird. weird. So Amanda and Clay are going on vacation. So they're kind of in this like remote area of Long Island and they're trying to get away from New York City and spend time with their children and just they rent this really fancy house and they're just trying to get away. So then it's nighttime they're there they're like settling in and someone knocks on the door and it's this older black couple and it's the people who own the house and they're there panicking being like oh there's a this blackout that's across the city um Mm -hmm. there's you know we're we're here like we we need help we want to come here back to our house and you know whatever and the area that the house is is kind of in the middle of nowhere. And so there's no TV, there's no internet, there's no cell service. Um, and so Amanda and Claire are like, are, are these people actually who they say they are? What happened mm-hmm. in New York? Like, is this actually going on? And it was pretty crazy. This book is a lot about um, what happens, like how do we respond in a crisis? I mm-hmm. really liked the premise but I also hated it it was like (laughs) I read it during the pandemic I was gonna say this came out during the pandemic right so this was like I remember starting to read this and I got to a certain part with like some of the writing things where I was like this is weird and gross and then it was like too pandemic-y so yes yeah totally get it it was far too pandemic-y like that's what made it really creepy it was a slow burn it builds like the tension build very slowly you learn like a few 
creepy things at a time, but all together are something super creepy. You can't trust anybody. A bunch of weird stuff happening. Um, yeah, it was just, there were so many aspects of the book that left you like, what the heck? Yeah. Like, what is happening? Um, but that was, it was fun because you really had no idea what to expect in any way. And I liked that at the core, this book was about the human spirit and how we connect with other people and so yeah. I really liked that aspect so it was definitely different um but I did like it in a weird way and I think <laughs> you should try it and just see what you think if you also think it's weird or maybe you'll be super into it who can say I'm pretty sure it's being made into a movie is it yeah That's like I'm, weird, remind me um remind me the name of it again because leave I leave the world behind leave the world behind okay I always got this one with um the Alyssa Cole book that that like came out around the same time and I always get them confused but leave them yeah. behind um yeah I'm almost positive this is this is being um moved to the screen love that yep for Netflix okay that's Alrighty. awesome I can't wait to see what it would be like in a in a show it's gonna be real weird in a good yeah. way it's coming out on December 8th okay okay all right. So my next book is the book I told I talked about earlier in the show that I'm actually I'm like really really excited to read. Um really hopeful. <laughs> um so this is called Are You Sarah by SC Lolly. Oh yeah. Um and it came out in August of 2022. This is two women named Sarah each get into a rideshare but only one makes it home alive. And what? which Sarah which Sarah was the real target. So law Ooh. student Sarah Sarah Swati Sarah Badhuri holds down two jobs in order to make her way through school, but is a str- but is still struggling. She had to do a lot of things to pay the bills that most people wouldn't expect from a nice Indian girl. It seems like an ordinary busy Tuesday night at the local dive bar until her boss demands Sarah deal with the drunk girl in the bathroom. The two become fast friends. Why? Because they both have the same name. Sarah. Mm-hmm. And despite mm-hmm. their different uh, circumstances, the two connect. When they both order ride shares home, they tumble in the back of the cars and head out into the night. But when Sarah awakes in her ride share, she finds she's on the wrong side of town, the rich side, and she realizes she and the other Sarah took the wrong cars home. So with no money, she walks back to her apartment on the shady side of town only to discover pol- police lights flashing and a body crumpled on her doorstep. Sarah. So was it Sarah Ellis or Sarah Badhuri that was the target? And why would anyone want either of them dead? So it's it's a novel that's supposed to be twisty about ambition, wealth, and dangerous longing as the layers are peeled back on two young desperate women to break out of their expectations placed on them with devastating results. Okay, so the uh, hands down, hands down the premise was like, yes. Are you kidding? Getting into the wrong rideshare? Have you almost, have you ever gotten into a wrong car? I have. Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah, super absolutely, scary. especially yeah. when you're younger and you're like, it's my yep. mom's car, and you get in and it's a man, and you're like, nope, nope. I'm gonna nope, nope right out of here. Nope. Oh, it's no. the worst. The worst is when you don't notice until like the very last minute, and you're like shutting the door, and then you look over, and you're just like, 
<laughs> wrong car. Wrong car. So with this, though, it's like getting in the wrong ride share. So I've had oh like, you know, where it's like really busy and then you walk up and you're like, oh, who are you waiting for? Like, you know, yeah. if you're doing safety safely, right, you ask who they're yeah. waiting for and then they say your name and then, okay, you can get in the car. You check license plates, all this stuff. So yeah. this clearly they weren't checking license plates, but they probably did the ask of like, hey, here for Sarah. They're both named Sarah. Oh, the right? worst. Like, and it's such a common name. I could totally see accidentally getting into the wrong car. So, but then yeah. making it like where the something clearly happens and somebody dies with it. I mean, the concept is just terrifying. That's um, so scary because it could yeah. happen. Because it, it could happen. That's what yeah. I love a, a book premise that like it could happen. That's what yeah. scares me about thrillers so much. I think one of the reasons why I also like true crime is because it could happen because it did happen. Right? Yeah. Like it's yeah. Anyway. Ugh. Um Ugh. So the cover, so that the premise totally draws me in. Um the cover also does, it's a dark cityscape background. Like maybe you're standing in New York City with lots of bright colors against the buildings. And the log line is taking the wrong ride can be deadly. Stop. Ooh, I know. <laughs> so anyway, that Ew. is uh, Are You Sarah by S.C. Lolly. And I, so you can see why I'm super excited to read it. And I'm just like, please let me be in a better reading space. Please, 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 please. Yes. It sounds really good. Yeah, like, it sounds so good. I, I, I can't wait to hear about that after you read it. Yeah. I think it's I'll definitely be amazing. Know. Yeah. yeah. It sounds, whew, I just got like chills. Didn't yeah. like it at all. <laughs> But in a good way. Yeah. Okay. All right. My last book that I'm going to be talking about today is one that I haven't read yet. It's on my TBR. I have both the physical and the audio copy. Nice. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I have no excuse. I've been wanting to read it for a long time and I just have been putting it off, but I'm going to read it. It's called Quiet and Her Bones by Nalini Singh. Okay. So my mother vanished 10 years ago. So did a quarter of a million dollars in cash. Now she's back. Her bones clothed in scarlet silk. When socialite Nina Ray disappears without a trace, everyone wrote it off as another trophy trophy wife tired of her wealthy husband. But now her bones have turned up in the shadowed green of the forest that surrounds her elite neighborhood, Mm. a haven of privilege and secrets that house the same influential families for decades. The rich live here, along with those whose job it is to make their lives easier. And somebody knows what happened to Nina one rainy night 10 years ago. Her son, Arv, heard a chilling scream that night, and he's determined to uncover the ugly truth that lives between, but lives between, oh my gosh, lives. See, it's hard to read these things. It is. It's hard to talk. It is. He is determined to uncover the ugly truth that lives beneath the moneyed elegance, but no one is ready for the murderous secrets about to crawl out of the dark. Even the dead aren't allowed to break the rules in the cul-de-sac. So oh my God. sounds so Which good. Problem. Like I love like, oh yes, good diabolical. I know. So it's yes. like trophy wife gets murdered. Why? Who, by who? Is it someone from the cul-de-sac? Is it someone that worked for their family? Is it someone from outside of the cul-de-sac? Who can say? Not me because I yeah. haven't read it yet, but I really can't wait. That's awesome. That sounds yeah, really good. Sounds I know. Really good. And I think it will be really good on audio too, which is why I'm super excited. Very cool. I cannot wait to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah. Um, okay. So my last one, I I also own this um, on audio and a physical copy. And I'm pretty sure I have an ebook copy too, if I'm being honest. Love. But 
I don't know why I do this. Like, I just am like, oh, I want to read it this way. And then I want to read it this way. And I'm like, just pick pick one. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Just whatever. It's an, <laughs> it's an older book. I know, right? And it's an older book. It's Confessions mm-hmm. by Kane Minato. Um, mm-hmm. It came out in 2008. And then I think the um, English version came out in 2014. So this uh, this is after calling off her engagement in the wake of a tragic revelation, Yuko Moriguchi had nothing to live for except her only child, four-year-old Manami. Now following an accident on the grounds of the middle school where she teaches, Yuko has given up and tendered her resignation. But first she has one last lecture to deliver. She tells a story that upends everything her students ever thought they knew about two of their peers and sets in motion a maniacal plot for revenge. Narrated Mm. in alternating voices with twists you'll never see coming, Confessions explores the limits of punishment, despair, and tragic love, culminating in a harrowing confrontation between a teacher and a student that will place the occupants of an entire school in danger. You'll never look at the classroom the same way again. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So what draws me in is the um, the cover first. So it's black background and it has a group of white student chairs, you know, like when um, student desks, like those little, mm-hmm. like they're attached to the chair or whatever. So in mm-hmm. a circle and there's a wooden chair in the middle. So it's like, a, it looks like a spotlight's kind of like coming down on this group. It's really simple, but it's actually, it, to me, it's very unsettling and it almost looks mm-hmm. like it's a support group kind of thing. Like all the empty chairs, just like, I don't know, something about it just gets me. Um, okay. Wow. So, yeah. The it sounds author, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the author um, is a pro- is prolific, and um, she's a female author. This book was a bestseller when it came out, winning the Japanese Bookseller Award, and the book was turned into a movie that was nominated for a 2011 Academy Award. Wow. So that's cool. Yeah. I, that's, right? That is cool. Um, and she's been described as the queen of Yomisu, a subgenre of mystery fiction that deals with grisly episodes and the dark side of human nature. I'm like, yes, please. Wow. There's some yeah. so many good ones. Like, I, I'm getting kind of excited about adding all these new books. Yeah, right? So I think the, the premise is interesting. Revenge, lessons. Plus, based on my experience with anime and manga, Japanese stories just are told a little bit differently. The they are explored yeah. in a way that feels very different from American or British thrillers or even Nordic noir. You know, like Nordic noir has its own vibe, but I have found that Japanese stories also have their own. It's just very, it just hits different. Yeah. 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 And it's, yeah. so I'm very excited. So yeah, that's, that's Confessions awesome. by Kane Minato. And hopefully I will get it off the shelf eventually. <laughs> you will. Lord. I know you will. I, know. I think it's just like, um, you will. It, you yeah. just have to get past this, like, slump, which slump. is called a slump for a reason, That's right? That's like, why it is. Yeah. It's okay. It's fine. It happens to everybody. Yeah. And We're all the, we've know, all been there. Yeah. Just I avoid have, reading. Yeah. That's the solution. Just don't I read anything so. at all. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally fine. It's all good. It's all good. I mean, I don't have to talk about a book every week on a podcast, so it's like – Yeah, nothing like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Honestly, that's why sometimes I go to like backlist books because I'm like, I just don't feel like reading anything new. I think that's what's going to happen too is um, I've started picking out some of my backlists that I actually have done reviews on and I'm like, yeah, I think the only way I'm going to get through anything because I like just – I'm unless the slump like really breaks, but yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But Anywho. there's so many good. The thing is, is we started this podcast after a bunch of these good books came out. So yeah, we it's good to go back to. Oh, yeah. I'm a huge fan of Backlist. Like, yeah. um, I actually have some that I want to talk about and then eventually, but they're like from the 90s and early 2000s. Like some of my favorite books. What? So, I couldn't yeah. even read in the 90s. No, I'm just kidding. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. JK. Okay. Yeah. Sort of. Like, I was just like a little sort baby. Sort of. I mean, sort of kidding, sort of not kidding. <laughs> But I think this was a really good roundup of books. And um, like I said, like this really made me think like, okay, I, I can do better. I can do more to try to be more um, diverse in my reading and picking up different yeah. things. So, Well, I think like obviously we should always be reading diverse books, but that's the mm-hmm. thing about the month where it's like specifically dedicated to investing your time in yeah these authors I think that's really important and I think yeah. that it's a good reminder to do all year round where it's like yes and also incorporate AAPI authors into your daily monthly reading because yep. the, one of the struggles I think with thrillers is that the majority of thriller authors are well almost all white and then a lot of white men and yeah. so it's it can be hard to be intentional about finding diverse and own voices and i think that that's really important to do because we need all the different voices out there and it can't just be from one perspective um so it's it's good to remember not just this month but every single month make sure that you're choosing books that give you a wide representation of everybody and not just one specific voice yeah I know I agree with you it's interesting though because up until you know this awakening that seems to have happened in the publishing Mm -hmm. industry and and around 2020 starting to see this more I I never I never looked at authors like I I could I have no idea until you know until then I couldn't tell you I don't know anything about any author I don't know what they look like I don't know Riley Sager I didn't know it was a male for a very long time I had no idea and so like, I, I th- it is an intention. To your point, it's an intentional thing, because I can yeah. see how it's just easily like I'm just picking up whatever book that I like and whatever book is getting pushed in front of me, which the publishing industry yeah. is pushing. You know, certain kinds of books and certain kinds of authors. So that's what you know you're drawn to. But when you start getting intentional, is when it's like, okay, I'm making an effort for this, and I I'm finding stories that are not getting the same kind of publicity and rather that is own voices are not like just in general looking for books that are outside of the major publicity mm-hmm. chain. Um, yeah. I think it's important to be intentional about. I agree. And it's like, that's one of our gifts as readers is that we're able to get excited about all types of books and we can share those books on our platform. We can support the authors. We can pre-order books. We can, tell our friends and like there's nothing you can buy it in three different formats and not read it yeah (laughs) there's like there's no better feeling than you know a new finding a new author that you're excited about that maybe you've never heard of before and being able to like get excited about that person and their writing because sometimes like there's these hidden gems that you find and you're just like oh wow I never would have found this because it's not mainstream Mm -hmm. but it's so so good and I'm so happy that I branched out to find it 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Well, well, that was a really good chat. I hope that you listeners, you found something new um, to add to your TBR, rather from Pub Day or from our recommendations. There's a lot out here. Um, and we'd love to hear your favorite books by AAPI authors. Yes, please DM us on Thrillers by the Book Club pod and let us know. Um, Also, in about a month, we're going to be at Thriller Fest. So for any of you who are coming to Thriller Fest as readers, as authors, whatever, come say hi to us. Come find us. We're going to be doing some really fun stuff with the podcast. And you'll see us by our lovely logo pennant in the lobby. Mm -hmm. But we're going to have some like fun games for you guys. We're going to record some special episodes. So come say hi, please, because we want to meet you and see you and get to know you and be your best friend. And it's going to be great. So it is. It's going to be great. And, you know, Chelsea, I'm just going to say next week, next week is our season finale. And yeah, I don't want to spoil who's going to be with us, but I think I think people are going to be excited because I'm real excited. Literally think of like who would you want to hear from on a podcast, number one out of everybody in the entire world, and then it's going to be that person. No pressure. <laughs> but like number one choice. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so good. So excited. Oh, so my t- god! tune in next week because that is our yeah. season two finale. Um, and then we will be back again. We'll be taking a break. We'll come back again at the end of June, but that is going to be one you're not going to want to miss. Yeah. So tune in, um, and make sure you're following us on Instagram at thrillers by the book club pod. And you can also find me at thriller book, babe. And me at Olivia Day writes. And I look forward to hearing from everybody. Um, message me because uh, Chelsea gets all the messages. Like, yeah, don't message. Just kidding. I'm petty and jealous. <laughs> yeah, message Olivia. I'm going to message her right now. And it's just going to be a LOL. And she'll love it. She'll have a great time. Perfect. So, Thank you so mm-hmm. much. It's her dream. Just make her dream happen, guys. Um, uh, well, yeah. So bye, anyway, I guess. have a great day, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.